During his teenage years, my son Spencer took an interest in playing tennis. I know, I'm a bit prejudiced, but I think he was a pretty good player. I loved watching watching Spencer play. For me, every match was an epic event. I remember one of the coaches giving him great advice. Spencer, you're a good player, but you've learned some techniques that are holding you back. In order for you to keep improving, you're going to have to unlearn some things and relearn how to do them correctly. In essence, what he was saying is you should keep working harder, but what you really need to do is work smarter. The last time we were together, I posed the question, what kind of church am I willing to commit to for the rest of my life? And what does a post-pandemic sustainable model of church look like? These are gut-wrenching questions that call for a candid and sensible answer. They suggest that we may need to unlearn and then relearn some things. And so today I want to focus in on just one of those shifts, and that is moving from marketing to marketplace or from professional to incarnational. Here's just one example. Back in the 1990s, I sat in a staff meeting at Shepherd Church in Columbus, Ohio, and listened to a presentation designed to help the church grow and take it to the next level. A prominent church consultant made what we will call the build it and they will come pitch. His advice was to build a building that will care for your future needs. Raise lots of money and even go into debt if you need to, because if you build it, they will come. You know what? It actually worked. An accommodating building coupled with great leadership, a heart for missions, and the church grow from, grew from 300 to just over 500 in a few years. To this day, Shepherd is a growing and strong and vibrant congregation. However, Shepherd Church is just one of a few exceptions. Scattered across America are large buildings with just a handful of people struggling to keep the lights on. Recent studies reveal that across the board, 30 to 70% of the people have simply left the building. So does the build it and they will come model of church work? Well, sure it can, but if you ask me what kind of church I'm willing to commit my life to, I'd have to say no. There is a good thing that is happening here, but my heart tells me there's something more. So what do we mean by moving from marketing to marketplace and from professional to incarnational? Alan Hirsch would say from program development to people development. From convincing people we have a good product to raising up individuals who can go into the marketplace and live like Christ. You know, life on life, taking Christ with us to the places we live, work, and play. Well, what does that look like? Kerry Newhoff nailed it when he said the pastor cannot be the center of the church. What he's saying is that He cannot be the product that the church offers, nor can a program or a great band or a dynamic youth ministry. 
Pastors have been groomed and trained to teach the Bible, manage the church, and grow the business. I've had years of practice learning how to preach a good sermon, but what good is it going to do to preach a good sermon if no one's coming to hear it? (laughs) Face it, our very best sermons are not enough to draw a crowd. Regic McNeil says, We need to shift our emphasis from studying Jesus and all things spiritual in an environment protected from the world to following Jesus into the world to join him in his redemptive mission. Going to church on Sunday mornings has been a traditional Christian experience. Church, as we understand it today, happens once or twice a week, and it's mostly a passive event. The vast majority of the people come to observe. They may participate by singing along, but generally they are there as consumers. I contend that we are experiencing decline in the church attendance because people have simply lost their appetite for being fatter and they long to be fitter. Shifting from professional to incarnational means that we move from proclamation to participation. It means that we rearrange the chairs in the room. No longer do we sit in rows looking forward and hearing what the preacher has to say. We sit in circles and we discover together. In doing so, we move the needle from one or two percent participation to full participation. Discipleship and maturity in Christ then take place exponentially. There's a lot to consider here, but let me just give you this one word of advice. Don't throw the baby out with the (laughs) bathwater. Don't stand up this Sunday and announce, we're canceling church and we're going to house churches. To do so would be a bit ill-informed and irresponsible. In this series, we've started the process of deconstruction, and soon we'll begin making the shift to reconstruction. And as we do, we'll need to keep asking ourselves the question, what kind of church am I willing to commit to for the rest of my life? And what does a post-pandemic sustainable model of the church look like? And let's commit ourselves to these non-negotiables. Is it biblical? Is it missional? And is it reproducible?